listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA of Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you for listening and thank you for worshiping with us. Jesus came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her and she began to serve them. Uh, Trash talk is a common occurrence in sporting events. You mostly hear it among players, but you can hear trash talk among fans as well. I was never much of a trash talker. I was more interested in being a silent assassin rather than a trash talker. But trash talking is part of the game. It is important to, it is an attempt rather to unsettle you into believing that you are a loser or somehow less of a player than you really are. Uh, Players who trash talk want to get inside your head and control how you play the game. Unfortunately, trash talk is no longer confined to uh, sporting events. We hear it everywhere and almost all the time. Uh, Social media platforms have uh, become arenas filled with uh, trash talk. Talk that degrades others, dehumanizes others, so that we can further mistreat them, even destroying them. Psychologists say that one of the best defenses against trash talk is self-awareness. Knowing who you are and not what others want you to be. So respond to trash talkers in your voice and not the voice of others because trash talk can also motivate us. Like last week's gospel from Mark, the demon does not let the man speak. The demonic powers of this world want to take our voice away. They try to silence us into submission, hoping that we will quietly go away. But Jesus will have none of this. He silences the demons so we can speak. He silences the demons so we can be our true selves. Think of all the voices that have been set free to speak over the lifespan of the church, to rise up and to be the, the people God has created them to be. There have been countless stories of women, people of color, people with disabilities, members of the LGBTQ plus communities, finding their voice in the church. The church is where you find your true self, your God-given purpose. Why? Because this is not only a place of healing, but a place of resurrection. One writer comments, healing occurs when we can see what God intended in us the giftedness God gives us, and the beauty God sees in us. Instead of believing in the lies of all the trash talk, let us hear the boast of the Apostle Paul, who claimed that in Christ we are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. So, two things to remember from the healing in today's Gospel reading. The woman wasn't just healed, but lifted up the same root word as resurrection. Further, she is described with the root from the word deacon, 
which translates as one who serves. A ministry of power and authority claimed in the early church and today's church, Jesus himself identified as a servant, a deacon, if you will. So it is important for us to understand that Jesus was not simply offering a cure for an illness. He was resurrecting this woman into a new purpose with power in a world that refused her power so she could affect the world around her in a positive way. Simon's mother-in-law was a person resurrected to serve in response to God's presence in her life. Not a woman destined to serve in the presence of men. The story is not, I need to be served, so I picked this woman to do the task because of my superiority as a man. Rather, today's gospel story says, this person has purpose beyond even her own understanding. The illness, the demon, the trash talk, is getting in the way, telling a lie about her. So Jesus removes that which binds her, which hold, that holds her down, so her power can shine forth. So Jesus came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. Then the fever left her and she began to serve among them. You know, trash talk, convinces us that we have nothing to offer the world, that we have no gifts that are worth anything. If the church is to be in the resurrection business, it must give people a way to claim their own giftedness. So in response to Jesus uplifting each one of us, we do two things. We embrace our gifts. This is the first stage, the stage of discovery. Most of us usually suspect what our gifts may be, but we let, let the trash talk of others talk us out of them. In fact, it is often those areas that seem most distorted and shameful that hide our true gifts. Second, we employ our gifts. We not only embrace them, but we employ our gifts. Once we discover the gifts God can use, we must put them into service. When Jesus healed people, it was so that they could do things with their lives, so that they could make a difference in the world. The Reverend Beth Wartek is a ELCA pastor who serves at Resurrection in Ankeny, Iowa. There's nothing unusual about what Pastor Beth does from day to day. What is unique about Pastor Beth is that she only has one arm. She was born with one arm. Her mother tells the story of the first time she took Beth to church as an infant. No problem, except for one person who, for some reason, insisted that a baby with one arm was a punishment and not a gift. Pastor Beth never forgets that story. It was trash talk. But one interesting thing about trash talk is that trash talk can also motivate. And motivate she does as she helps her congregation understand what it means to be a community of resurrection rather than condemnation, a faith community where we embrace and employ our gifts in service to God and others, a beloved community of resurrected people called to serve, a beloved community that speaks the truth about who we are as God's beloved children, 
a beloved community not committed to trash talk, but to the gospel, the good news of what God offers our broken world through the one named Jesus, the one who comes among us to lift us up so we can serve and show the world that trash talk is only trash, and that the real treasure of life is found as we all follow the Son of God who calls us to serve like no other. Amen. And now, God's Word is alive in us again, anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us, out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now in support of this podcast and of the work and ministry of St. John's Lutheran Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat that for you, sjlcl.org. Up toward the top right, you will see a button that says Give. Click on Give and follow the simple instructions to give your offering. And on behalf of the whole congregation, let me say thank you for giving in support of these ministries. And now, receive a blessing from Kate Bowler from her book, The Lives We Actually Have. This is a blessing called, For This Ordinary Day. Lord, here I am. How strange it is that some days feel like hurricanes and others like glassy seas and others like nothing much at all. Today is a cosmic shrug. My day planner says rather conveniently that I will not need you cry out for you, reach for you. Ordinarily, I might not think of you at all. Except, if you don't mind, let me notice you. Show up in all the small necessities and everyday graces. God, be bread. Be water. Be laundry. Be the coffee cup in my hands and the reason to calm down in traffic. Be the gentler tone in my insistence today that people pick up after themselves for once. Be the reason I feel loved when I catch my own reflection or feel my own self-loathing fluttering in my stomach. Calm my mind, lift my spirit, make this dumb, ordinary day my prayer of thanks. Amen, and peace be with you, my friends.